Hi, and welcome to the podcast again. I'm Dr. Barbara Byers, and today I'm going to be talking about how to strengthen yourself in the Lord. So, um, and it's going to be chock full of scripture. So how do we strengthen ourselves in the Lord? How do we live from a place of restored strength? And what kind of inner strengthening can we have from the Lord that we could never produce on our own? So uh, that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about seven things to consider. So Pastor Bill Johnson said this, our destiny hinges on learning to minister to ourselves. I thought that was a fascinating statement that we have to learn how to monitor our own internal world. We have to learn how to receive from the Lord and be strengthened in the Lord. It's not just something that happens to us. We learn how to access that. And like David, we can tell our soul to awake and to arise in the strength of the Lord. So the first thing is we recognize he is our strength. And he loves to strengthen us. So just ask yourself, you know, where, where is it you need strength today? He will infuse you as you ask and as you receive. Because uh, here's what scripture says, Psalm 59, 9, you are my strength. I watch for you. So we are awake. We receive from the Lord our strength. Psalm 18, 1 simply says, I love you, Lord, my strength. Psalm 28, 7, the Lord is my strength and my shield. First Chronicles 16, 7, splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are his dwelling place. So if we abide in him, if we dwell where he is, then strength and joy are ours. Strength and joy are often linked. For instance, Nehemiah 8, 10 says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So in that, in that passage right there in Nehemiah 8, the people were beginning to weep in repentance. Uh, and instead, the priest says, this isn't a day of weeping. This is a day of God's mercy. This is a day of celebration. And as you celebrate, the joy of the Lord is your strength. God did not let them meditate on their past sin. And you know, the enemy wants to do that. He wants to anchor our emotions and our thought life in the past, in what didn't work and what we did wrong. And he gets us introspective and that just drains our strength. But the Lord wants to renew our strength. And his joy is our strength. One more scripture on that. Isaiah 33, 2. Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning. You can ask that every morning. Lord, be my strength. The second way we strengthen ourselves in the Lord is by remembering. So we, uh, scripture often exhorts us to remember. We remember what he's done for us in the past. Numbers 23, 21 and 22, the Lord their God is with them. The shout of the king is among them. God brought them out of Egypt. They have the strength of a wild ox. So they're remembering what he did for them when he delivered them from Egypt. And you know, our personal history with the Lord and with what he has done for us can never be taken away from us. We can draw strength from that, remembering what he's done. 
another way we remember is we remember his great promises, things that are still out ahead of us that we're anticipating. And that is an important part of strengthening ourselves in the Lord. It's remembering his promises, prayerfully meditating on them, letting them shape us as we anticipate their fulfillment. You know, we can do the things we can do, and then we wait on the Lord to fulfill what he's promised. Um, and we don't let discouragement overtake us when we haven't yet seen the promises fulfilled because disappointment, discouragement, that's what saps our strength and really our destiny. And so we move forward in the promises with great gratefulness for what he has done and without reserve, we trust him. So here are just a few promises. Second Chronicles 16, 9, for the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Isaiah 58, 11, the Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. These are promises for strengthening. Habakkuk 3.19, the sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. Um, this is one of my all-time favorites, Ephesians 3.16. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. It's the Holy Spirit who infuses that strength in us. And then the lastly, 2 Thessalonians 3, 3. But the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. A third way we're strengthened in the Lord is by seeing that good things are ours. So Psalm 103, 5 says, uh, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. So that picture of the eagle is a picture of having our, our being strengthened because our youth is renewed. And you know, when we recognize the good things the Lord has given us and is giving us and is doing, and that he is fully committed to fulfilling our desires in his way and time, it shows us what a good, good father we have. Proverbs thirteen twelve says, when our desires are fulfilled, it's a tree of life. When we see the good things come, we are strengthened. A fourth way we're strengthened is by not going outside our purposes in the things that we pick up and, and what we give our strength to. In other words, we kind of stay in our lane by staying connected to our purpose and our calling. In Leviticus 26, God told them all the blessings they would have in obedience to his lordship. But then in verse 14, it says, if they didn't listen with obedience, have that hearing ear, they would have uh, diseases that destroyed their sight and sapped their strength. So when we're obedient, when we stay in the purposes and protocol and callings of God, we are strengthened in that. Psalm 32, 4, you probably know it. It's a famous psalm. It's David's time of repentance. He really paid a high price for his disobedience because he's straight outside God's purposes. And it says this, Day and night your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. 
We're in the heat of summer. It is August in Texas right now. It's been well over 100 for a number of days. And you walk out and in five minutes, your strength is sapped. And so this was a, a good metaphor to use. But when we walk in obedience to his purposes, we find great strength. Do you know, uh, it's interesting because it says about Moses that when he died, even as old as he was, 120, his strength had not abated. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, when Gideon was commissioned in Judges 6, the Lord said to him, Gideon, go in the strength that you have, which is, I think, interesting. It, it speaks to me of just get up and get going in the things I've called you to, in the strength you have now, and I will strengthen you more to complete what I've called you to do. Uh, in Daniel, God spoke to him and said, don't be afraid. You are highly esteemed. Actually, I think it was the angel that said, don't be afraid. You are highly esteemed. Peace. Be strong now. Be strong. And Daniel says, when he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, speak my Lord, since you have given me strength. The word of the Lord, when we take it in, there is a strengthening power to it. Uh, 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, and it's interesting, uh, in 1 Samuel, we're, 2 Samuel, we're, we're told that the house of Saul grew weaker and weaker through his disobedience, but the house of David grew stronger and stronger. So 1 Samuel 30, we find David at Ziklag, where the Philistines had come in and stolen and stolen the wives and children, and even David's own men were rising up against him, and it says, David strengthened himself in the Lord to overtake and recover all. That's a lot of strength. He went after them. And he's in this place. He is alone. He is weakened. He is reviled. And he was tested. But in the testing, he strengthened himself in the Lord to carry the weight of what he had been called to. And what he'd been called to was to be a king, a priest, and a prophet. And he bore that because in his darkest hour, when he was tested, he strengthened himself in the Lord. He remembered his calling. And we see this throughout the Psalms, many of which were written by David. I heard someone say once, you read the Psalms until you hear your own voice. And when you hear your own cry, your own voice, then pray that to the Lord. I, I love that. Uh, number five, we strengthen ourselves in the Lord by waiting, by waiting. Psalm 27, 14, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. It takes strength to wait for the Lord. And in the waiting, we're strengthened. It's both and. And then, of course, you know uh, Isaiah 40, 31. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. There's that eagle metaphor again. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So that's the action on our part, to hope, to trust, to wait. And we are strengthened in that. And Because what we wait is not a sort of resigned waiting. It's a waiting with confidence. It's a waiting on the important things as we wait. And while we're waiting, we, uh, in a sense, um, control or at least attend to our environment. Who are we listening to? 
Who are we with? What are we participating in? Especially at times when we're more vulnerable, we don't give our strength to the wrong things. We, we're, we're more selective in that. A sixth way we strengthen ourselves in the Lord is by simply asking the Lord, infuse me with your strength. Uh, so that having done all, I can stand. So I'm taking that from Ephesians 6, 10, and 11. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. When the battle is heavy, that's when we need to keep standing and we can ask the Lord for that strengthening. Second Samuel twenty two forty says, you armed me with strength for the battle. We know there is a source for our strength and it is not within ourselves. We go in the strength we have anticipating now that he will infuse us with more strength, whether it's to stand, whether it's to battle, what, whether it's to wait, he strengthens us. The seventh way is um, when we can't quite seem to find strength for ourselves, we rely on others. We trust others. First Samuel 23, 16 says, And Saul's son Jonathan went to David at Horish and helped him find strength in the Lord. Deuteronomy 3.28, but commissioned Joshua, this is being told to Moses, commissioned Joshua, encourage and strengthen him, for he will lead this people across. And then later in Deuteronomy 31, Moses told Joshua, be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes before you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. But that'll strengthen you to believe that. And then we look in Nehemiah, in Nehemiah 4, where they're rebuilding the wall and hanging the gates around Jerusalem. And in, Jerem in Nehemiah 4, it says, but the strength of the burden bearers was failing. So what did Nehemiah do? Well, he gathered them in groups so they could work together. He gave them each uh, a tool and a, a sword, a weapon, and he gave them a trumpet so they could call for others if they got in trouble. Uh, Jesus said to Simon Peter, I prayed for you that your faith may not fail, and when you've turned back, strengthen others. We see Paul and Barnabas doing this when they return from one of their journeys. It says in Acts 14, they strengthened the disciples and encouraged them to remain true to the faith. You know, when I was writing my book, I I would get weary and I would get discouraged and a little bit bogged down and I would call my intercessors and call my friends and they would encourage me. So today I want to say these are just a few ways you can strengthen yourself in the Lord. And Psalm 84 says we go from strength to strength. So I bless you as you make the Lord your strength. Join me next time.